0: All to you I submit myself Lord I'm nothing but a vessel I ask of oh God that you will speak through me in the name of Jesus I ask of oh God that your words Lord and your people will be hearing today will bless and transform their lives to the glory of your name Lord in Jesus mighty name amen hallelujah amen. first of all I want to thank God for this uh, rare opportunity you know to be here today oh it's not easy to stand here (laughs) amen but we thank god hallelujah and also i want to really appreciate our pastor please can you please appreciate our pastor for us amen he's a father indeed when we approached him to say oh this is what we want to do you know he just gave us his go -ah ahead like and he's been very supportive thank you so much thank you for you know this opportunity we really appreciate it and uh we ask that the good lord will continue to strengthen and uphold you more grace thank you so much and i also want to thank the leadership of the church thank you in fact your support has been phenomenal thank you so much we appreciate you every one of you thank you for standing by us we can't do this without you thank you and also i i won't leave my uh wonderful teachers behind thank you all the teachers for your labor of love thank you all so much God bless you, you know, for your labor of sacrifice. is, you know, it's is been wonderful. Amen. And also to our precious jewel that are seated here. please appreciate the children. <laughs> hallelujah. Can we open to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 4? Ephesians 6 is a popular uh, verse that we know. If you don't know what Ephesians 6 is about, can you shout hallelujah? <laughs> Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 and it says children children, listen listen i need your attention now children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on earth and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and admonition of the lord amen today i'm going to be speaking on what i titled my responsibility amen my responsibility every one of us seated here today we have responsibilities that's you know that the Lord has put in our hands that the Lord has given unto us, whether it be it father, whether it, be it mother, whether it be it a child, every one of us has responsibilities. No one is created to just um, occupy space to just feel God has given us something, something that we need to be accountable for. Amen you know when God created when God created man before He created man, everything else was already in place everything he needed was there but even at that he gave him a responsibility and his job was to name the animals to tender the garden to look after everything to be in charge amen that is to say that everyone that god has created we have responsibilities now what? is our responsibility first of all i'm going to be my message going to be on two parts today i'm going to be talking to us the parents and also to the children i love the way ephesians put it he didn't focus on one part he focused on both parties but whether the parents or the or the children what we ought to do amen what are the things that are required of us uh, as parents to do? First of all, I'm going to be focusing on us, the daddies and the mommies in the house today. Amen. For everyone created by God is given the responsibility. And as a parent, God has given us responsibilities. He has placed this precious ones in our hands so that we can, just as he, he, he commanded, uh, uh, he told Adam to tend and nurture, so that we also can also, you know bring this one nurture them train them bring them up in the ways and the fear of the lord these are precious gifts this is your first ministry as a parent this is something that god has placed in your hands these precious jewels that god has placed in your life we can't we can't for any reason whatsoever afford to lose you know to make them miss miss it at all amen so what to do in bringing up the children in the way of the Lord? Because in Ephesians, where we read, he said that bringing them up in the ways of the Lord, in the, in the admonition of the Lord. Number one, one thing that we ought to do as parents is first dedicating them, you know, and presenting them before the Lord. If you have your Bible, can you open, please? First um, Samuel chapter 1, verse 24. For somewhere 1, 24, 27 and 28. Okay, thank you. Now, when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls, one ephah of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Amen. The child was young. He took heart to the Lord while the child was still very young. Not when, when, not when he was old. At a very tender age. You know, there's something... You know, back there, you know, in uh, in the children's department in, in Anglican, they'll say, catch them young for Christ, amen. So you bring that, she brought the child to the Lord, why the child was still small, amen. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him, 28. Therefore, I also have lent him to the Lord, as long as he lives, he shall be lent to the lord so they worshipped the lord there now this is about the story of uh hannah which we know very well she has been trusting the lord for a child and when the lord finally um heard her cry she decided that same gift that same you know blessing that the lord has given to her she brought it back to the lord she brought the child to him this one he said this one i dedicate him this one is for you lord i give him back to you so if we want our child our children to grow in the way in the admonition of the Lord number one thing we must first dedicate them to God present them before the giver. He gave them to us. So therefore, we have to dedicate them to him so that he will be the one in charge looking after them for us. You know, helping us, you know, giving us the, the, the kind of instruction that is needed to bring them in the right path, dedicating them, bringing them, whatever the Bible says that whatever that is entrusted unto the Lord, it is safe, is secured. So when these ones are being brought at a tender age before the God, before God this one you know you have put a seal on them that this one they are not just they're not for the world this one they are not for the devil this ones they are for God because when you present them you have handing them over unto the king of kings unto the maker the creator and whatever thing you hand over unto God it can never spoil it can never decay nothing can never go wrong so the habit if we want to bring them up in the ways and the fear of the Lord number one we have to present them before god that is why you see that our parents you know most of all when when we're born you know they dedicate us to god because they know god this one this one is for you nothing nothing else nothing can snatch them nothing else this one they are solely for you just like anna did and because she did that way grew up to become a voice in his generation. He became, you know, a force to reckon with. The Bible says that his words never fall to the ground. Whatever he utters, heaven honors it Because he has been given to the Lord. It's God's property. Amen. So when, if we want our children to grow in the way and admonition of the Lord, just as Ephesians has instructed us, we must first dedicate and submit them unto God. Amen. Number two, by praying, you know, by praying for your children, Mark chapter 10 verse 16, praying for them. You know, the truth is that most of us seated here, we are where we are today, but the sacrifice of prayer that our parents made on behalf of us. You know, when you pray for your child, when you bless them, you know, it's it, 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 they they just they, they can't they can't do, live useless because you know the prayer that you utter on their behalf, it starts speaking for them even in years to come. And I read, um, yeah, Mark says ten verse six the Bible says, and it took them up in his arms he laid his hands on them and he blessed them this is talking about jesus how he took the children he said these ones are mine this one they are so dear to me if anyone must enter the kingdom of god they must be like this ones so he brought them to him even when the disciples were trying to hey, leave here you, 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 you do see your mate here. you know just "No, no no don't do that bring them before me these are mine if you want to make heaven you've got to be like them so Jesus, they had to bring them before the maker, before the master and he took them in his arms and he blessed them. When you bless your children, right, they cannot, they, they, it's not possible, like, because the prayer of parents is so powerful that even, uh, even, even Jacob, as soon, Connie his way around to collect the blessing from it because they understood the power that goes with the, the blessing, you know, of a parent. Amen. You know, when it was time for for Isaac to go, Isaac decided that, no, you know what, I have to release upon my child. You know, but because they understood the importance, you know, Esau cried when he learned that the blessing, the first place blessing has been taken from him. Because they understood how important it is to receive that blessing, that fatherly blessing, that parental blessing that, you know, that needs to be unleashed on whichever child it is. Amen. So it's very important, praying for our children, committing them into the hands of God. You know, you know in, in a place of prayer, it goes a long way. It speaks for them, not just now, even in times to come, in future, wherever they go. The prayer, the sacrifice of, you know, of, of burying our knees and committing them into God's hands every day, it goes a long way. I remember some time ago, I went to visit um one of my cousins, so... Oh, um, she's well way older than me, and I went to spend a few days there. And every morning, the um, the the dad during morning devotion, you know, after after the words, you know, prayers, he starts he he, he starts laying hand. It's not, this is something he does every day. He lays hands on everyone in the house. He starts prophesying blessings. He starts prophesying into their lives. And I was like, wow, this is. And he anoints them. He does that every day. If, if, you, can, if you can be speaking such things into the life of your child. You know, you're blessing them. Laying hands on them. Anointing them every day. Come on. Where is that devil that wants to make them lose it? It's not possible. Because you have put so much in them. They are so loaded now. They are so full. You know, the, the blessing, the, the blessing, the things that you speak into their lives is beginning to manifest. You know, wherever you want them to be, where you want them to go, you start speaking it into their lives. And by the time they grow, the Bible says, it's a train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he will not depart from it." And when we begin to commit them to God in the place of prayer, there is nothing that can make them deviate hallelujah um, this will take me now to the next one sorry my touch this down. now another one this is very important uh, creating a consistent family altar we have to create a consistent family altar, a devotional time. something That time that brings the family together, where you are able to teach them the word of the Lord. We are able to, you know, to, to dish out the word, the word to them. You know, this Sunday Sunday church is not enough to sustain them. If, see, the truth is that most of us sit here today, right? It's because of how much that was deposited in us, that has been, that has sustained us to where we are today we have so many opportunities where you know you you uh you uh, maybe in church, there are different groups that you attend, there are br- different programs, like revival programs. Even in school, in school fellowship, where we had different levels of encounters, where even in the scripture, you know, even when you go to like, college or the university, you know, there are school fellowship, we had so much encounters, things that were unleashed on us, that were deposited, you know, that kept us, that sustained us. But most of these ones, they don't even have that. What do they have? They have internet they have social media when you're not there you do you know what they 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 cannot anything and everything i was listening to td jakes one day you know he was saying something one of Harvey's program he said when you leave enough in them in your children he said you're not afraid where they go because you know that there's enough in them to sustain them, to keep them. I remember when I got admission into school, the first thing my dad said was, make sure you join SU, <laughs> join fellowship. You know, he just wanted to be sure that, you know, you are in a safe zone because he's not going to be there with you. So he just wants that assurance that, okay, she's in the right group, you know, in the, in the safe zone. Amen. They have access to things that we didn't even have access to. You know, a friend was uh, talking about a teenage boy some time ago, how his phone got um, the phone was faulty, and she wanted to fix the phone for him. I'm like, oh, uh, can you put your password so you don't need my password to to fix the phone? He said, but let me see. No, you can't. It's my private thing. It's a teenager, like about 13 years like i don't know how many of us would be able to get away with that then if you would tell our parents that but you don't they, they assess things that you have no idea about But for us, you know, enough was left in us. We had access to to spiritual things that helped to build us. Sunday alone is not enough. That's why we need a family altar where you are able to give them direction. You're able to speak things, you know, teach them. The Bible said training them, bringing them in the ways and admonition of the Lord. Instructing them, this is how you should go. This is the right way. This is what the Word of God says. When we miss it, when there is when that that foundation is not there, it, there becomes a problem in the future if you're not careful. But when there is enough in them, when there is enough in them, you you know it, it doesn't matter where they go, you know, you are you are sure of them. Even if by chance, even if by chance they derail, you know, at some point because there is a foundation because there is something somewhere there they are able to find their way back to their roots just like the prodigal son but when there is nothing there they might be lost forever but when there is something there already even when they you know they somehow somehow even your prayers that you've been praying before it will bring them back those words that you have been saying to them that have been so it's somewhere in their subconscious it will one day they will come to their realization and say ah what am i even doing this is not who i am this is not what i was taught when i was little they find their way back but when there is nothing there maybe when we are too busy not to give them the attention not to you know we are too busy in in bringing them up in the truth in the in a way that we should then then there is problem how much are we doing in seeing that these ones they get it right in the place of prayer, in studying, in teaching them the word. How much are we doing? The church is trying, they're doing their best, but at home, home is the foundation. How much are we doing, daddies and mommies? We must not be too busy for those ones. They are priceless. They are priceless. Amen. Children. Ephesians 6, now listen to me, put your phones down, Ephesians 6 says, it says children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, where is it, obey your parents in the Lord, now look at me, I'm talking to you all, obey your parents in the Lord, if you don't look at me, I'll call your name. (gasps) you must there is no two words about it you must obey your parents you must honor them you must respect them and not only your parents even your elders even your teachers at school if all the students are being rude to their teachers or they work out on your teachers not you you're not them you're different you must be an example you must show respect to everyone that is older than you Respect them. Honor them. When you do, when you honor your elders, when you honor your parents, when you give them the rest, when you obey. And when they bless you, your life will be so good. And now, why should we obey? Why do we need to obey? One, because the Bible commands us to do so. The Bible commands us to do so that's what the word of God says and if you don't obey the word of God if you don't obey your parents it means you are disobeying God because God has asked us to do that He said, we should obey our parents in the Lord. So when you disobey your parents, you are disobeying God. When you are disrespectful to your parents, you are disrespectful to God. When you dishonor them, same thing, it is God. You are dishonoring. So today, know it, even at school, you must shine forth as the lights that you are. You are not just any child. Others might just, you know, do whatever they like. No, not you. You are different. You are different. Amen. And another thing, another reason why we should obey, the Bible says that it might be well with you. When you obey, there is a blessing that it might be well with you. It shall be, it will be well, anything you do, you'll be successful. When you show respect, you obey your parents, you honor them. You do what the Bible says you should do. It will. The Bible says it will be well with you. This is the only commandment with promise. And the only commandment with promise <laughs> is for you, the children. So when you obey your parents, you will. your life will be prosperous. It will go well with you. You'll be successful. In everything you do, you'll just start excelling. You're doing well. You'll be doing so great. Amen. Because there is a blessing attached to us obeying our parents. And I know that they said that we may live long on earth. That means when you disobey, you're cutting your own life short. When you are rude and disobedient and disrespectful to your parents, you're cutting your life short. But when you obey them, when you do what the Bible says, you will live long on earth. It's a promise, and God has never said something that He never does. So if God has said it, then you are very sure that yes, that is your portion. So if we're saying that obeying our parents, it brings blessings, in the flip side, it means disobeying your parents brings what? It brings curses. So you don't want to bring curse upon yourself by doing such, do you? No. Respond to me. Do you want to do that? No. So that's why we have to play our parts as children of God, by being obedient, by listening and doing the right thing. Follow the instruction of your parents. What if they ask you to do something, go with it. Now I'm going to tell you something about the story of Abraham. You know, most of the time, when we read this story, our focus is always on Abraham himself. And we forget the son, Isaac. When he was about to go and sacrifice, when he wanted to go sacrifice, and he took Isaac with him, on the way, Isaac said, oh, where is, and this applies to the parents too, he said, where is the lamb that we're going to be using for sacrifice? And he said, well, God will provide. It's shocking that, number one, he understood. He knew the items that were needed for sacrifice. How did he know? Because that wasn't even his first time. He's been going with the father before. The father has been taking him along. So he understood. He knew what and what is required for this. And when he went, they got there. When he said God will provide, he trusted him. He believed Because the fact he has been taught to understand that in no matter what you must trust God, you must have faith in God. So he didn't argue because he trusted that if God said, "Well, God said you will provide," then He will provide. What I'm trying to say is that you have to listen to your parents. They will never lead you astray. They want the best for you. They love you so much that they're ready to do anything and give anything up for you. So in order for you to make them proud you have to uh, obey them respect them you know love them honor them amen and when they are happy they will open your hearts, all of their hearts and they will bl- they bless you and when they bless you no one can curse you nothing nothing else nothing can go wrong with your life amen now what should we do to live successful lives what is expected how many of you want to live successful lives i mean if you have dreams and aspirations to to be great some of your hands are like this you are not sure if you want to be great (laughs) amen all right yeah there are things that are expected of us. there are things that we need to do if we must be great if we must live successful amen number one you must commit your plans to god through prayers how many of you pray how many of you know how to pray everyone that's very good impressive okay now put your hands down you must anything you want to do commit your plans to god in prayers pray about everything god i want to do this please help me anything commit your plans to god when you go to school lord i'm going to school today please help me Whatever it is you're doing, you know, what are your dreams? You have dreams for the future. Commit every of your plans onto God. Pray about everything and not just your plans only. And I want you to cultivate an habit of also praying for your parents. Pray for your daddies. Pray for your mommies. Pray for them. There was a child, one of my boss's friends, you know, back then. So something happened the dad lost his job all right i'm telling you the story so that you can learn something from it the dad lost his job and you know when money is not coming things becomes hard isn't it so one day the children they were getting ready for school and the mom you already packed your food and everything and he said no mom we're not eating today we're going to school and Mom, was like what you don't like the food no, no, it's not about the food, we love the food, but we want to fast and pray for daddy today. He almost was shocked, okay? He said, we want daddy to get a new job. We want daddy to get a better job. And guess what? Not long after, he got a way, way better job than he had before. You know why? Because they prayed. God loves the prayer of children. When you open your mouth and pray to God for your parents, you will see changes seriously i'm telling you that maybe you could you could see that daddy doesn't look happy or mommy something looks like you know something is troubling there. they might not tell you because some things are you know adults you know they don't want to you might not understand so they will not want to tell you but you could see that oh daddy is not looking too happy mommy doesn't look all right okay what should you do you go to your knees and you pray to god for them god uh, dad doesn't look okay please help him mommy please pray for your parents because when things are very well and very is very good with your parents you too you will enjoy don't you think so yes so always pray for your parents to pray of children jesus loves children so much if you open your mouth and you know say something in prayer to god he'll hear you so quickly he answers very fast when you pray it's with all your hearts you pray unto God. I want you to do this for my parents. So number 1, committing your plans to God in prayers and also praying, you know, pray for your parents too. Not only parents, it's not only parents that should be praying for you. You have a responsibility of praying for your parents as well. Pray for God's blessing upon them. As they go to work, let God favor them. Everything they do, you know, let it be well with them. And you see it will all be going so well. Amen. Also, if you must be successful in life, if you want to be successful, another thing you should do is study your Bible. Amen. Um, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua 1, verse 8. And it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. How often? Yes. Like every time that you may, Now, I want you to read it. Everyone, all of you read it together. Read, read what you see on the screen. So when you meditate on the word of God, what does it say happens to you? You will be successful. You make your way prosperous and you will have good success. The word of God is there to guide us. Anything we need in life to succeed is in the word of God. The word of God, the Bible says, is a light unto our feet and a lamp onto our paths. The word of God is there to direct us. You know, when you are in difficult situations, the word of God is, is just everything that we need. So in order for you to, you know, to prosper, the Bible says to make your way prosperous and then have a good success, you must meditate on the word of God. How often? So every day. Make sure you study at least one one verse of the Bible. Meditate on the word of God. Let the word of God dwell in your heart richly. Meditate. Study your Bible. All of you here, I know you can all read. Read your Bibles. Study. And you see how God will continue to... You have so much wisdom that your mates don't have. Because, you know, the word of God is so much in you that when you speak, when you open your mouth and talk, people want to listen. Right. so another reason is that we must meditate on the word of God. Study the word of God and you will have good success. And another one, this one is very important as well. It's good to pray. It's good to study the Bible. But you must also read your books. Read your books and stay focused on your dreams. How many of you have dreams here? Yeah. You have something, you will you have vision of, okay, this is what I would like to be in future. Yeah? Okay, thank you. You must focus. You must read. Okay? God doesn't reward laziness. He rewards hard work. If you put the time in, in studying, god will see you through it will help you will bless you it will give you you know wisdom like like your mates don't have read your books focus on your dreams focus on your vision focus on what you think you want to be in future that should be your goal you have to be focused and you have to read you have to study hard for you to attain that height for you to get to that dream that you want to be you must work hard it won't just fall on you like that you must work hard for it i have a little day you know some years ago there is this you know after my secondary school high school there was this boy i was teaching i was doing homeschooling for um, he, he was preparing for his primary six exam. That's year 8 isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, I, I did teach him for a couple of months before he went to write the exam and, you know, he did well. I, about three, four years ago, he contacted me on Facebook and was like, oh, Anzi, oh, I've been, you know, ch- uh, looking for you. Uh, how are you? Yeah, good. So well, what are you doing now? oh he's in his final year in the university he's studying law like yeah I was so proud like yes that's amazing I was so happy I felt so proud like I was his own mom because I felt like I was part of his journey I taught him for a few months but I was still part of his journey amen I want to see all of you here. I want to see you in the near future in the house of common, standing, standing for things that I want to watch you on my screen. I want to see you, you know, debating, saying things, standing for things that are right and kicking against laws that shouldn't be there. You and you, you, all of you, you have it in you. I want to read about you saying the great things in the near future, saying the great things that you have done and be proud that yes, I was part of a journey. I was part of his journey. I want you. You can get to where you where you where you want if you remain focused on your dream. Nothing can stop you. If you're focused, hard working and you study. Nothing whatsoever. And with the prayers of your of your parents, and with the prayers, come on, nothing whatsoever can stop you. But you have to pay the price. You have to be focused. You have to study. I want to see you wherever field you choose to be. I want to see you being the greatest of all time. you can be whatever you want to be you can achieve whatever you want to achieve if you put the time if you study hard and you pray you commit your plans to god everything these are the things you need my darlings and also in order for you to actually achieve your dreams you must choose your friends wisely oh yeah you must choose your friends wisely Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, please. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. If he that walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Let me tell you something about the disciples of Jesus. They were not educated on anything, but when Jesus... After the death of Jesus, when Jesus had gone to heaven, when they came out, we were talking. People were like, ah, these ones, they must have been with Jesus. Because they were speaking like Jesus himself. So when you are with the wise, you will think like the wise. You must choose your friends. The kind of friends you are you, 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 with, they can either make you better or, or destroy you most of you here you are in high school there are a lot that goes on in high school all your parents every one of us who've been there before you must be very careful with the people that you move with the people that you call your friends who are they what are the kind of things they talk about are they the ones that talk about you know oh uh, you know talk about your dreams and what they would like to be in future or the ones that talk about other negative stuff? What's, who are your friends? Are they Christians? Are they those who are focused? They want to be great in life? They, they, are they the ones that, you know, the intelligent ones? Who wants, to, who wants to read and study hard? Who are your friends? The friends you make today, the kind of friends you move with, will either make you achieve your dream or even destroy you because they will influence you they have influence in your life be careful who your friends are be careful the kind of people you mingle with if you must get to that height that you you you're dreaming for yourself if you must be great in life you must choose your friends wisely any friend that is trying to make you do the wrong thing run away they don't mean good for you Any friend that will make you want to disobey your parents, talk to your parents like you are mates, that's a bad friend. Run away from such friends, okay? The kind of friends you make will either make you great because our decision today becomes our reality tomorrow. Whatever we do today becomes what we see or what we get tomorrow. I pray that the Lord will help you all in Jesus' name. Amen. And um, yeah, in conclusion, <laughs> our greatest priority as Christians, parents is to gradually transfer our children's dependence away from us until it rests solely on God. Our children's dependence should be solely on God. Teach them. The Bible says, it said bring in the admonition. No train, train make them understand you give them something make them know that oh this one is god that provided amen let your dependence be on god because by the time they come they, they 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 realize that everything who we are and everything that we have is of god and is from god you know we're building something in them we're building faith in them I pray that the Lord will help us as parents, you know, to, to do the right things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your word that we've received today. The Bible says that the entrance of your word giveth life and understanding to the simple. Lord, these words shall remain in our hearts. That these words, O oh God, will build us into greater people. We ask, oh God, that you grant us the parents, the grace that we need to bring these children, these ones that you've given unto us to nurture, to train, to instruct in your ways. We ask, Oh God, that you grant us grace to bring them in your ways in the name of Jesus. Lord, we need the wisdom, we need the ability, we need everything that we, that's we can have to bring them up so that the devil, the world, cannot take them away in the name of Jesus. We pray and we, dedicate, we rededicate these one's oh god unto you we ask oh god that you will fill them in the name of jesus the world will not see them they will influence their world for christ they will shine forth as light because they are chosen people they are royal priests they are not just any child out there Lord. this one they will bring about positive change to our society to our nation to the world in the name of jesus that nation shall come to the brightness of their rising they will shine forth as the lights that they are in the name of jesus because they are a city built on a hill they cannot be hidden oh lord these words will manifest they will live to the fullness of their potential in the name of jesus christ in jesus mighty name we pray